are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. guy Kevin Woodman is this mic on um <laughs> sorry Kev you're, you're not listening and you won't listen but if you were wow uh, right hey Kev why don't you listen to our damn podcast oh, by the way if anybody could see Bruno right now uh, Bruno's oh, back for uh yeah Bruno's back, for, back more. for more in the words of Rat yes. Bruno is back for more you don't know that song no I don't know okay that. that's all right. right Rat's a hair metal band from the 80s you oh. might, might have heard the name but R-A-T-T with two T's because that's clever Who's more for some famous reason. Rat or uh, Lil Peep Oh, uh, well, in this neighborhood, it's the It's, it's certainly the it's of little Peep and it's not yeah. cool. Uh, although, <laughs> oh, I did. although I have seen Rat perform at The Rock, which is right up the road from here. Really? Mm-hmm. All yep. right, all right, yep. all right. Thanks yeah. for giving away my location. No, I said right the, up the road. That, all, that's, that, that's, oh, that, that could be, you know, for all the locked 20 on, miles for away. For all the locked the on fans out there, yeah. yes, the ones that want my autograph, <laughs> right. but needlessly. Um, sorry. Schuster was kidding there, mm-hmm. although I do live right up the street from The Rock, so he wasn't kidding. Um, let's talk now about ASU. Oh, yeah, let's talk about ASU. What a, a, are, are a we meteoric at, meltdown but, that was. Are we also at the point, too, where even though we do it all the time, we can, can, we can rightfully mock the sleeping giant even more? Because it just never happens. Mm-hmm. Literally, it never happens. There's no sustained success. Their football history has been a little bit better than Arizona's uh, post-Frank Cush, but not much. Right. It's just kind of a meh, mm-hmm. meh it's a middling school. It's a middling program. Yeah. They're a pretty good program. Mm-hmm. They think they should be great. They're pretty good. You know what's the difference? And uh, Jason Shear actually put this point out, and I think it's an interesting point that he made. Um, he said, here's the difference between Arizona and ASU fans. Arizona fans are firmly aware of where they stand in the college football world. I don't think that you're get you get a lot of you don't you don't oh I see your I see you shaking your head yeah that's that I think there's a all right. go ahead with your I, I think there's a said, little bit more of a complication to that. all right but go but, ahead but then he said but gen, in, in generality yeah but please, then he said ahead. but then he said ASU fans um, they have no clue where they stand they think they're a top fifteen to twenty program and uh, they just think they are mm-hmm. go ahead sorry no 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 it's okay it's and uh, I think a lot of that analysis in the no you don't because I just I think a cut, lot of that through the crap I think a lot of that is say. fair there are points though and and we've talked about this on the podcast Josh is talking with his hands right he, now, he is to try and, and what he's doing he's doing ba- ba- basically a shelving technique <laughs> which you know the top shelf and then there's a second shelf and a third shelf and that's kind of the way that the Arizona fan base I think approaches where it is the Arizona fan base expects something to go wrong. Even when they're good, they expect something to go wrong. Right. When ASU is good, they expect something to go right. But uh, it doesn't so, go right. So, but they still expect that. They expect that that's where they should be. Arizona fans believe that's where they should be too, but in the process they know that that's not where they're going to be and they're going to get screwed somewhere along the line and then they're going to get disappointed and then they're going to get pissed off and then, you know, it's just Arizona football and is it, quote-unquote, basketball season yet? As much as we rightfully like to mock the absurdity of what... Sending this to Rudy Bastillo. Oh, yeah, I you, don't know you, who that is. Do, met, do I know you, Rudy? Met oh, that Rudy. Rudy. I just Hi, Rudy. How's it going? I didn't know your last name. All right, sorry. Go ahead. Um, anyway, uh, the there are, there, there, there are catchphrases, probably to every program in the conference. Um, 
ASU's catchphrase that we rightfully mock is sleeping giant. Mm -hmm. Okay? It's been used for now. Let me ask you this well real quick over, and keep going well because over, you're making uh, great pre points. Pre pretty close to 45. <laughs> for Arizona, it's when does basketball season start? Or when is basketball season? And it, it's always some catchphrase really that, that you hear over and over again to try to excuse why the football season isn't going as well as you think it should. The USC version, for instance, is return to glory. <laughs> USC has the same... Now, now USC should be a good football program. They, right. they should be a great football program. Right. They should be um, a top 10 football program Every that year. is consistently challenging for a place in some playoff spot. Right. You know, whatever, you know, the incarnation of a playoff spot is ultimately going to be. And they aren't. Right. So they constantly in the process, when they aren't, when they go through Paul Hackett and when they go through Clay Helton and when they go through another coaching choice who you're looking at and say, this is USC. How in the crap did USC get this guy to be their football coach? Yeah, but I feel that's there's every always, single... There's, yeah. always, there, 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 there's always a phrase that's called return to glory. Right. Eventually, USC is going to get back there. For ASU, it's we're a sleeping giant, Eventually, which means eventually ASU is going to show you that they're a top 15 program, this damn is, it. And with Arizona, it's like, when does basketball season that, start? That, that's really... That, those are all true. Now... Yeah, those are those are all true. But the weird part with Arizona fans is that they want to be more, and and but they expect to be less. Well, so but in all fairness, don't you, do you blame them? No, I don't. But it makes it difficult to grow the program because now they're not showing up, and because I haven't shown up for football games now for fifteen years. Now, so do you think that do you think losing twenty in a row might have something? Now, it has a that? lot to do with it. However, they were not showing up for Rich Rod teams that were winning seven yeah, and eight. Yeah, for sure. Games. That's a great point. Now, real quick, that, something that I think is fascinating as well. Do you think people talk, you know, let's take a quick break. You're listening to Locked On Wildcats. All right, here's the hard-hitting question that took me about two seconds to regroup, um, even though you just probably heard a 30-second ad. Um, do you think that Arizona, that we're properly appreciating what we're in right now? And not necessarily in a good way. 20 straight losses at the Power 5 level is kind of unfathomable, mm -hmm. to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. That's, a, I mean, that's, a, and it's not like you're playing in the SEC West no. where you have Auburn, LSU, mm -hmm. Alabama. I mean, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's impressive very impressive. I mean, but no, you, in its own morbid it's, way, it's it is. It's crazy. And there is, uh, there's, there's something to be said about, because it's as bad as Arizona football is, it's never going to happen again. This is not going to happen in our lifetimes. This, this current oh, streak. You're throwing down that. You're throwing yeah, down that. This, this current, when's We're, the last time Arizona lost 20 games in a row? Has it ever happened? Probably not. Oh, and if it. Over or under. The losing streak, I'm going to give you the losing streak number right here. Okay. 26 and a half. Under. All right. You're calling your shot. Does All it right. end this year? Does it end this year? Or are you going to knock off San Diego State to open the <laughs> because season the, next year? Because that's the, that, that, that's the key <laughs> I mean, it's one. Gotta happen because it's North Dakota State. Right. Is yeah. that the 26-27 yeah, like game? Yeah. 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 Oh, man. I, I, I'm putting myself out on a serious limb here because or you could pick I've got to be— Or they I, could pick I'm, off Mississippi State as well. You're right. I've got to be very careful with how I phrase be this. Be very careful on the Locked On Wildcats podcast. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what language. 
don't throw out empty jargon. I don't know what PG-13 slash borderline R-rated language I want to utilize here to indicate what Arizona football has been in, has been for about five games this year. The BYU game, the UCLA game, the Oregon game, uh, USC last week. It's basically been, uh, I apologize in advance, I've given you a lot of time out there. If you happen to be listening with your, you know, 12-year-old kid, I want to turn it down for a moment. Oh. Within five seconds from now, it'll be fine. Arizona has been cocktease football. And, <laughs> and, and, and now... After so many times, it's like, hey, could Arizona beat Cal this weekend? Sure. You know, they scored last week against USC. You know, they've shown that they can be pretty good on the defensive end for a lot of other games. Is it possible that Arizona could win at Cal noontime at Arizona Stadium? Yeah. Does that mean they're going to? I don't know. I was the dumbass who picked him to beat USC this week. I was going to say, I have a very close personal friend of mine who actually I, I thought picked USC, or Arizona to beat USC mm-hmm. this week. Yeah. Yeah, you did. So am I going to pick them to knock out Cal this week? I, 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 you. Oh. I might have multiple friends. You do? <laughs> you have multiple, multiple friends, friends who are dumb enough to pick Arizona football on the same weekend. That's Not a lot of friends. Not only dumb enough to uh-huh. pick them against USC. Right. Man, yeah. you hang out like, with some... I was going to say a team of inferior, and it's generally, although these are, maybe these were wise people though, because Arizona, be. again, yeah. I mean, they were closer to beating SC than not covering the spread. That's right. They were gallant. Beautiful. That? That's optimism. That? Do you have a thought on your 26 and a half? I, I kind of think they go over. Okay. I don't think they go over by much. You know, yeah. Well, yeah, that's probably right. Let's, well, let's just, you know. Because, what? you know, because what do you have you left Cal, this year? You got you Cal coming Cal, this week. Winnable game. Mm-hmm. But, I don't think they're going to win it. But right. Winnable game. You know what the spread, I think he, although you know what the spread 11 and a half yeah. at home? Right. That's, that, 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 that screams Arizona to me. Um, uh, no, that screams that Cal's actually going to cover that because it doesn't make any sense as to why it's that big. Maybe because Arizona's 0-8 and, and they're in love with Cal. Did, did, did Cal do what every Pac-12 team has been doing? The team that's on top goes somewhere to a yeah, team they, that's they, got a lesser they, record they and just, beat, Oregon they just beat Oregon State. Yeah, right. they spontooned Oregon State. Of course they did. <laughs> right. um, so just like, just like because, how's it gone so far in the last like three or four weeks? It's been the team that has had the inside track and had the big win, went somewhere to a team that was Cal pretty three good. three and five, by the way. Three and five. Yeah, right. And an 11.5-point favorite on the road. Mm. Uh, That's a real indictment on Arizona. <laughs> yes, football. it is. It really yes. is. But it was like, you. oh, that, that's right. It was USC. USC had the inside track on the Pac-12 South. Utah goes to USC and kicks the crap out of them. Utah then, knock, then ASU is in the mix. Utah knocks off a, because ASU's got the inside track and Utah beats ASU. Then Utah has the inside track, goes up to Corvallis and loses. And then Oregon State in the north has the inside track and goes to uh, plays California and, and, and loses. So whoever has the inside track, nobody wants to win the Pac-12 South or North is what this amounts to. It's very balanced conference. Uh, so I don't know what team will look at that later in the week as it comes down to what team is now has the inside track somewhere, which means they're what almost destined the, to lose. What time? What team has the inside track on having a point spread that seems a little bit too favorable to them against the University of Arizona Wildcats? Right now it's Cal. But who else does Arizona have? Arizona has Cal, Utah, Utah, Washington State. Yeah. And then ASU? You know what's funny? Washington State's actually been very good since they got rid of uh, uh, no-needle guy. All right. Um, uh, all, uh, now, now you bring up 
in a roundabout way, backtracking a little bit when we were talking about making fun of ASU, we, all of a sudden we don't backtrack on this show. We only look forward. Wow, that's 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 absolute crap. Uh, <laughs> all of a sudden, the ASU game appears winnable. Oh, very winnable. Because I think ASU can 100% totally quit. Meltdown. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I mean, what you saw against uh, Washington State was a team... Did you did you read Herb's comments? No. Oh. Well, talk for a second. Oh. <laughs> um, this is amazing. Okay, while I'm back... I'll backtrack to review a little bit while, while you're looking for your I should good have buddy this within Herm's about 40 seconds. Comments. Uh, Herm Gimino. A month... Yes. A month ago... The thought of Arizona getting a W oh, yeah, against ASU Herb. was laughable, and we were making fun of its personal. Herb was, now, over the course of the last couple of weeks, that's an entirely different uh, narrative. Herb was, or Herb, ooh, yeah, I don't want to have to say that name anymore. Um, Herm was asked uh, about the ASU uh, uh, about the ASU debacle, mm-hmm. and here's what Herm had to say. Tell me if this reminds you of Dick Tomey a little bit. Okay. It's all on the players, Edwards said, when asked how the Sun Devils can get out of their two-game downturn. It's the players. There's going to be no new offense. There's going to be no new defense. We're not revolutionizing anything. We're, we've got to execute. We didn't execute. And then, um, let's see here. And then Edwards elected to send freshman punter Ed Boblowski on the field only to uh, see him kick a touchback. That's the momentum we could have had, Jaden Daniels, starting ASU quarterback, said. But that's above me. That's above my decisions. But, of course, as a player, you want to go for it. Uh, Offensive coordinator uh, Zach Hill said, that's kind of a head coach decision, ultimately. That's all I can say. That's that's that's, that's everybody saying, middle finger to you. Watch this. This thing's getting it. This... These, is it my fault? No, it's that person's no. fault. Is it my fault? No, and, it's that person's honestly, fault. Honestly, is it my though, fault? No, it's that person's fault. And, and honestly, fault. Th- this is this all starts that's with her. That's a complete unraveling. You can't say oh, you can't man. say this. This is all on the players. Ooh. Oh wow! You, and then, did you Ooh. did that remind you of Dick Tomey? Oh, spot on. <laughs> that's exactly how you know, Tommy never deflected. Uh, went into coach speak and said it was always the coach's fault. Right. It never happened. No. Uh, so, you know, obviously, I think I think Herm Edwards and Dick Tomey, very close friends, very similar in their approach here. Wow. That's a lot of blame going around That's at the Sleeping Giant. From the head coach to the offensive coordinator to the quarterback. But you know what? All saying it's somebody else's yeah. fault. First of all, screw Herm Edwards in this situation. You're the head coach. Just don't say anything. Mm-hmm. You don't get to blame the players. I, I do love... I do love the uh, offensive coordinator because I would have done the same exact thing after I heard what Herm said. Hey, it's his decision whether to go for it or not. In all fairness, it is, though. Yeah. What I think is interesting in some of that is that nobody was on the same page. Very often what you're doing is perhaps as a coaching staff is if you say that, if you make something as brazen as that in the modern era where everybody gets pissed off about something saying everything, then what happens is that you have communication behind the scenes. And every coach knows that you're going to say that. So, so they're all on board saying, yeah, players got to play better. And then the players are also going to, there's going to be one or two players who, in essence, you pull aside. Difficult situation. I know you don't have a lot of time. But nevertheless, you pull, you, you pull your leader aside and you say, okay, here's what we're doing. And then the player says, man, the player's got to make the plays. You know, something like that where, where, where everybody's on the same page here. When you have Edwards blaming players... Your star player blaming your coaching staff, 
and 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 decisions you've got a you've got a significant disconnect and that it seems like the issue at ASU has gone from what's going to happen what's going to happen what's going to happen looming this oh there's the cliff here we are in terminal velocity again and you had mentioned this I think weeks ago, I don't remember if you thought if you said this on the air. Off, I'm sure I did. Um, that you thought Herm Edwards was gone, and I and and I was kind of in the you know I'm kind of naive to some of this stuff even at my advanced age. And it's like eh, maybe, maybe he'll weather the storm. He can you know whatever the case is. Uh, Based on the last few days, it's hard to make that case at all. Yeah, he's out. Well, I'll tell you what, that's another tease. Check out uh, BetOnline.ag if you want to bet against ASU, or if you want to bet against U of A, or if you want to parlay both. I mean, heck, you probably wouldn't be the first person to do that. You're not going to be the last person either. That and Built Bar and, uh, let's see. Yep, those those are the three right there that you all want to hear about. Obviously, Built Bar, fantastic, as is uh, uh, BetOnline.ag. We'll be back with you Wednesday talking about who's in better shape going forward, the A or the Sleeping Giant.